It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly is brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance. everyone, welcome to Guardians Weekly, Jim Rosenhouse along with you this weekend as we join you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. It is our wall-to-wall coverage edition of the introduction of new manager Stephen Vogt, who became the 45th manager in club history at a press conference yesterday. The official announcement naming Stephen Vogt manager for the ball club and uh, he takes over a, a team that for 11 seasons was managed by Terry Francona. So the first time that we've had one of these announcements since the fall of 2012, and that is an eternity in the game of baseball. So our coverage today in the second half of our show, we'll have a one-on-one conversation with Stephen Vogt. Uh, certainly a tremendous major league career in terms of variety, some great times for him, some struggles to try and stay on an active roster, and all the while, especially later in his career, opportunities to learn from some really good managers and, and think about the future and where that brought him yesterday and now in the days ahead as manager of this ball club. We'll also hear from Mike Chernoff, the general manager for the Guardians. He'll tell us about that process that led to Stephen Vogt being named manager of the team. And we'll also visit with one of the new coaches, Craig Albernaz, who will be the Major League Field Coordinator for this ball club heading forward and uh, a longtime cohort of Stephen Vogt when they were coming up in the uh, Tampa Bay Rays organization. So a lot of good stuff in the second half of our show. We'll take a short break and then we'll come back and kind of give you the flavor of yesterday's events, Friday's events at uh, Progressive Field the press conference for Stephen Vogt. That's coming your way shortly on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Don't go away, folks. Baseball, basketball, pickleball. Those are sports, and people love sports. If you love sports, you should know this. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Does saving have anything to do with sports? No, the people love sports, so I'm yelling sports out. Hockey, swimming, golf. Not all sports have the word ball in there, so save big when you switch to Progressive. Go sports teams. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland, where on Friday, Stephen Vogt was introduced as the new manager, the 45th manager in Cleveland franchise history. He will take over this ball club heading into 2024 after 11 seasons with Terry Francona. And we'll get into more of his bio a little bit later on in our show. But first, let's listen to as much of the press conference as time allows here on our show this week. And it began with president of baseball operations, Chris Antonetti. Welcome everybody. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us uh, for what is a very exciting day uh, for our organization and our franchise. So you might remember at the start of this process, we shared that we were looking to find a true partner uh, to join our organization and build on the foundation that we have in place. We wanted someone who appreciated the unique culture that we have within our organization, but at the same time could come in, challenge us, help us learn, grow together as we seek to win multiple World Series championships. While there were a ton of things we looked for throughout this process, there were three things that really stood out as defining attributes that we were looking for. First and foremost, we were looking for a collaborative partner. We were looking for someone who is a caring connector and finally, a self-confident learner. So what do I mean by that? Well, as a collaborative partner, we were seeking a leader with whom we could build a true, trusting partnership. Someone who could be aligned with our beliefs and our values, but challenge us to learn and grow and get better through their unique pers perspective, skills, and experiences. We also sought someone who is a caring connector. Someone who cares so deeply about people that he or she would build very meaningful, lasting relationships. We wanted someone who would build a fun and inclusive environment where everyone would enjoy coming to work each day to tackle the challenges that we had together. And lastly, we were looking for a self-confident leader. We were seeking a leader that combines the self-confidence and strength to lead within a major league clubhouse, while at the same time having enough humility to continuously learn, grow, and help us all get better. We wanted someone who helps create an open and welcoming environment where any idea is welcome, where we will constantly bring the best ideas to the table to help each other get better. And so we believe Stephen Vogt is all of these things and so much more. We know we will help us learn, grow, and get better as we all pursue our World Series championship in Cleveland. So Stephen, welcome to the Guardians. We're thrilled to have you. And I will turn it over to Mike to add a few comments. Uh, thanks, Chris. Bef before I turn it over to Stephen, um, I just wanted to touch briefly on, uh, on our hiring process a little bit. This type of hiring process is, uh, for our organization, is an incredibly collaborative um, process. 
we did reference calls, framing of the job, um, a huge amount of interviews, as I'm sure voter will tell you uh, if you ask them about it. Um, we probably had over 50 Guardians teammates that were included in that from all different areas of the organization helping us to, to go through this process together. Um, I won't go through, e through each individual, but it was front office, support staff, field staff, players, uh, performance areas, R&D, and, and many other people that were involved in it. So I just more than anything wanted to say thank you to all of them for helping us in this process. Um, and maybe in particular, I do want to call out um, our assistant GM, Matt Foreman, um, who took a massive leadership role in, in leading and coordinating the manager hiring process for, for us. So thank you, Matt. We really appreciate it. Uh, and now I will uh, turn it over to Stephen. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you to Mr. Dolan, to Mike, Chris, Matt, and the entire Guardians organization for allowing me the opportunity to earn this chance. I don't take it lightly, and I'm very excited to get started. I'd like to thank a bunch of people, but we don't have time for that. So I'd like to just say thank you to all of the teammates that I've had over the years all of the staff members in their various areas, and all the numerous coaches that I've had. Um, starting with my dad, Randy, from four to 18 years old, taught me everything I know about the game of baseball. It's become my true love on this earth besides my family is the game of baseball and the people who play it. And my dad taught me that from a very young age. Thank you. Gonna need these all day, I think. Um, as you get to know me, this is not abnormal. I'd like to thank my brother Danny for being a great example of a leader, um, an older brother, a husband, and a father, and thank him for that. And I'd like to thank my family, my three kids, Peyton, Clark, and Bennett, and my beautiful wife, Alyssa. You, you four have put up with way too much dad being gone, way too much traveling, way too many moves, and here comes another one. Um, <laughs> but thank you, Alyssa, you are a rock. You are my best friend my biggest support system and will continue to be. Um, I'd just like to say that joining the Guardians organization is such a privilege for my family and me. The gnarly hours that they put me through through this interview process uh, allowed me a look into this organization and the great people that are a part of it. And I couldn't be more honored to be joining that and hopefully moving that forward in that direction. My goal is to have every single person who puts on a Cleveland Guardian uniform from the Dominican League all the way up through the big leagues knows exactly what it means to be a Cleveland Guardian. That's my goal, and I'm going to have a wonderful staff and support group around me in order to do that. I couldn't be more thrilled to be here, and I'm excited to get to know all of you better as we, as we move forward throughout the years. Stephen Tom Withers, Associated Press. Welcome to town. I wanted to ask you about living in a van down by the river, but we can do that some other time. <laughs> hey, you've kind of taken the speed pass to, to be a manager. Um, obviously, the Guardians think you're ready. Why do you think you're ready? Yeah, um, besides eating a steady dieted government cheese. Uh, no, uh, it's a van down by the river reference, by the way. <laughs> um, I feel like I've been planning for this for a long time. I've been working towards this for a long time. and it, it started back in 2009 when I was with the Tampa Bay Rays as a minor leaguer and unfortunately had a shoulder injury early in the year and sat down with my manager Jim Morrison, uh, Mitch Lukovics, and Jimmy Hoff, the kind of the leadership group at that time, and asked them for the opportunity to be in the dugout with the team on the, on the home games and really dove into learning how to become a coach. You know, I was 24 in high A, figured, you know, another, another guy that got hurt in high A and 
probably get ready to coach and really dove into that side of the game and started to learn you know, some intricacies on coaching and it really started to get me excited about that opportunity and gave me a different lens and perspective as my playing career moved on. And it really started then and there and obviously learned so much along the way, played for a, a ton of unbelievable managers, coaches, and just asked questions and paid attention to games in a different way than I think a lot of players did. And a lot of people provided me insights along the way that uh, really aided that. And I think I've really been preparing for this since 2009. Zach Meisel, The Athletic. Steve, just, you kind of touched on it, but the managers you played for during your career, anything you can point to specifically from any of them that you, know, you, you wrote down in 2018 with the Brewers or something like that that you wanted to remember one day when you were in this chair? Yeah, um, I mean, I've got a couple notebooks full, um, but you know, one of the things that really stuck out to me was Bob Melvin uh, with the A's and my time with him and the way he communicated with players and the way his, uh, he kept his emotions in check at all times. He knew when to talk to you, he knew when to leave you alone, and when I would ask him about it, he said, it's all about knowing your people. It's all about knowing their personalities, their learning styles, their listening skills, their abilities, and allowing them to be themselves. And when I heard Bob tell me that and able to pay attention to my teammates, pay attention to the coaches and the way everyone was interacting, um, that one message from Bob about knowing your people really stuck with me. Hey, Stephen, congratulations. This is John Sable with Fox 8 here in Cleveland. Uh, what made this organization so attracted to you early in the process? And how much did you know about how they were operated from afar as a player and then last year as a coach in Seattle? Well, last year in Seattle, you know, I, I would hear a lot of comparisons between the two organizations, and there are a little, a lot of similarities. Um, but I didn't know a whole lot about the Guardians organization, to be honest. But again, the process of the interview and the 40 hours of interviews and Zooms <laughs> and numerous uh, phone calls and things like that. But honestly, the first day of the process of the interview gave me a great insight into the inner workings of the organization, but more importantly, the people that are here. And top to bottom, the first thing every single person that I spoke to in the interview process mentioned was their family. And that told Alyssa and I everything we needed to hear. That this is a family first, family oriented group that just wants to go out and win a bunch of baseball games. And learning that through the interview process, there, there was no doubt in my mind. I think I mentioned to my wife after I got off that first day of interviews and I said, I want to be there. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart and it's still true and I, again, couldn't be more proud to be here. Uh, Terry Pluto, Cleveland Plain Dealer. Uh, Steve, did you uh, talk to Terry Francona at all about Cleveland or anything? I did, yeah. I was able to talk to T uh, Tito a couple times throughout the process and have spoken with him already uh, since getting the job. And, you know, I knew Tito a little bit from playing against him from across the way. And, you know, you hear all the stories, but Tito has made it very clear to me that he, he wants to allow me to do, do this, but also he wants to be a resource for me anytime that I feel like he's there. And he's already been, it's just so much fun to talk to him and so insightful and um, he's, he's such a special person. So I'm very thankful for Tito. Did he give you um, any couple of reasons why, what type of job this is and you know, that kind of thing, which, just what it would be like? I guess what I'm saying, a couple things that stuck with you that maybe he said about Cleveland. Again, he couldn't say enough great things about the people. And at the end of the day, for me and for all of us, I think we're aligned on this, is that 
this is a people business. Yes, it's about winning baseball games, and yes, it's about going out and competing, but it's all about the people that are doing it. And Tito was right in line with that, and everything he said just confirmed everything that I had been seeing, believing, hearing, and it really made me feel at ease that this is the place where I want to come. All right, one last question, I'll let you go. But you, uh, you know, this is a small market, budget, small market team, that kind of thing. Uh, your feelings about that managing in that situation? Yeah, I mean, and I think Chris can maybe speak a little more on this, but I've had the experience of playing in Tampa Bay, Oakland, Milwaukee, you know, some places that, you know, not the same but similar, and I've experienced playing on those teams. Uh, we've, I've won with those teams, and I know what it takes to work with the group that we have, and I'm really excited about the group that we have, and I have, do have a lot of experience in, in this type of environment. Jason Lloyd of The Athletic. Steven, all you guys have joked a little bit about the interview process. So what was it like? How many interviews was it? Total time spent on it? Uh, well, I'm not sure we have enough time to cover that. But, um, you know, honestly, it was, uh, it, was, it was a long process. And I don't mean long in a negative way. It was a thorough process. And I would say we probably ended up 22, 23 hours in total. Um, whether in person or via Zoom or phone call, and I'd probably take the over on that number. Um, but at the end of it, I felt like through the first two sessions, they knew who I was and I knew who, who I was going to get to join if I did get the job. And I'm thankful for the thorough process. I'm thankful that the due diligence happened uh, because it confirms that they feel like they found the right person and it confirmed for me that I know I found the right place. And for Chris or Mike, it's been quite a while since you guys have had to do this, and the game has changed so drastically in that time on the field. Did it change at all what you were seeking in a manager this time around just because the game seems to be played differently than it was 10, 11 years ago? Well, I think first and foremost, first and foremost, um, what we were seeking to do with the interview process was the same, and that is really to try to find the best leader for our organization, but also to have that person get to know us as well as possible. So we took that same approach with Tito as we did with Steven. Now, the process itself evolved a little bit because, as you said, it's a lot more complicated. I think, as Mike mentioned, we had over 50 people from our organization that were involved in getting to know Steven and also tried to give him some insight into how we operated. So. Hopefully, by the end of that process, as Stephen said, he got a chance to know us really well, and we, feel, we felt we got a chance to know him really well as well. That's just some of the press conference on Friday in which uh, Stephen Vogt was introduced as the new manager for the Cleveland Guardians. When we come back, we'll go one-on-one -on -one with the new skipper. That's next on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. folks. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. And uh, yesterday, Friday, Stephen Vogt introduced as the new manager for the Cleveland Guardians, and we had a chance to go one-on-one with him after the press conference. And just a quick snippet on the bio for for Vogt. He had a 10-year major league career. He was a two-time All-Star but also there were several times where he was just battling to make a ball club, and uh, that may come into play big time here. He was a member of the 2021 world champion Atlanta Braves, originally selected by the Tampa Bay Rays back in 2007 and ended up with a 16-year professional playing career that was completed in the 2022 season with Oakland, the team that he spent the most time with in the major leagues. And, and will reference his last day as a player in the major leagues, the last game he played that was with Oakland in September of 2022, and in his last at-bat with his kids on the public address announce system at the Oakland Coliseum, they introduced him for his last at-bat. That was emotional enough, and then he hit a home run. And uh, what a way to go out, and he'll talk about that. And uh, that was it in terms of a playing career. Last year, uh, part of the staff quality control and uh, some bullpen activity for the Seattle Mariners, his first year as a coach and now manager of the Cleveland Guardians. And when we caught up with him yesterday, we asked him how that sounds. That sounds awesome. Uh, Still doesn't really seem real, uh, but uh, it's becoming more and more real as each moment goes by, and it it, uh, sounds amazing. You look at managing a Major League Baseball team, you're not that far removed from your playing career. Uh, I'm not sure how far back it goes, the dream to be able to do this, but do you feel like it came more quickly than, than you could have expected just based on one year coaching in the major leagues? Yeah, I mean, I don't think you're ever prepared for when it's going to happen. I think that's the beauty of it is you never know when. You just always stay ready. And I knew right when I finished playing, I knew that this is where I wanted to get to. I just wasn't sure what the path would look like or anything like that. You don't know until you go through it. But um, to be given this opportunity uh, by the Guardians was a, was a dream come true. And as we went through the interview process and as we kept getting to different stages it just started to feel like it could 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 become a reality more and more and now that we're here it's it's uh, it's pretty surreal i remember terry francona said that when he was playing the last thing he thought about was what he would be doing down the road because he was focused on playing but it sounds like maybe the seeds of coaching or managing were planted a little bit earlier for you and, and can you explain what when that really first started to kick in for you as a player yeah, it's, it started back in 2009 as a minor league player when I missed a year to injury, and it allowed me to watch the game through a different lens, and it made me a better player because I got some perspective on what it's like to be a coach. You know, I wasn't necessarily a typical coach because I was still a peer of the players, but it allowed me to remove my emotions from playing the game. And it really, like I said, I saw the game through a different lens, and it really helped my playing career moving forward. And, yes, I was 100% focused on being a player, but I also learned how to kind of be a little hybrid where I could watch the game through a different lens, and it helped me be a better player. It helped me get out in front of situations behind the plate. It helped me at the plate with knowing what's the pitcher been doing all game it helped me watch the game differently and learn the game differently as I went along when you look at at making that transition um, rarely do players get to to walk off in a great way and and you literally got to do that um, with Oakland Uh, can you imagine what would be equal that your first game as a major league manager no I don't think anything will ever top that final game as a player Uh, I really don't Um, it was 
you know, not very many people get to choose when their career ends. And, um, you know, mine was probably coming into an end whether I chose to or not. But um, getting to go out on your terms is something that I'll never take for granted. And it's something that I worked hard for. And the Oakland A's provided that opportunity for me. And the send off that that organization gave me was something that was truly, truly remarkable for my family and me. And I'll never forget it. Good or bad that the Guardians open in Oakland next spring? I think it's great. I get to go back home. You know, it's always going to be a part of me is Oakland and um, getting to, to see the people that I care about so deeply uh, in my first game managing and getting to do it in front of my friends and family back in California and um, hopefully getting my first couple wins in, in Oakland as well and, and our first couple wins of the season is uh, you couldn't draw it up any better. Um, it just seems like these things just continue to happen, which I'm a firm believer in nothing happens by chance, and you earn everything. And I definitely, going through this rigorous process, feel like uh, they, they allowed me to earn this opportunity. And you mentioned that. They chose you. Um, but did you have to choose Cleveland in terms of other opportunities, maybe thinking about different things? What made the Guardians the place for you as well, in addition to them wanting you? Yeah, the people. You know, right away when I first started the interview process and getting to know Chris, Mike, and Matt, and then meeting the other dozens of people that I met on that first day uh, via Zoom, the recurring theme was people. These are amazing family-oriented people that deeply care about the players because at the end of the day, everything we do is for the 26 players that go out every single night. They're the ones that are playing. They're the ones that are fighting for their careers. They're the ones that determine whether we win or lose that night. And it's our job to put them in the best positions possible. And this group and these and the people here in Cleveland deeply, deeply care about each person that puts on a Guardians uniform every night. How much do you know about Cleveland as far as it may relate to your family and, and things like that? You know, I don't know much. I, you know, I've been here a lot for three days since, but really haven't left downtown much. But everything we hear about this area, it fits us. You know, we're, we're a small town family, a hardworking family, blue collar. Uh, it's just who we are. And... You know, I've been fortunate to work for seven wonderful organizations before this one, and we've fallen in love with every single city that we've played in or, or worked in, and I don't think Cleveland's going to be any different for us. We, we love it. Um, the people here have been so welcoming, and uh, we just couldn't be more excited to get uh, a new chapter of life started. You're about 20 minutes out of your first official act as, as manager of the Guardians. How did it go, you think? I feel like I did pretty well. You know, I was able to show them my personality a little bit and didn't fumble my words too bad. But, uh, you know, that's the first of many, I understand. But um, I'm, I'm ready for this. And Chris, Mike, and Matt and the entire organization solidified my belief in that by, by giving me this opportunity. And, um, and uh, going through that process has really showed me that Nothing happens by chance, and uh, I had to. I had to. I had to do it, and I'm so thankful that they're allowing me this opportunity. Best of luck. Thank you for the time. Thank you. That's the new manager of the Cleveland Guardians, Stephen Vogt, and one of many. And what we learned yesterday: about 50 different people were a part of the process in terms of hiring a new manager for the Guardians, including General Manager Mike Chernoff who spoke about just how extensive the process was to get to this point. Exhaustive and exhausting, I think. Uh, You know, it's a long long six weeks. I think this was a very different process than the last one 11 years ago, right? When Tito was involved last time, he had a Hall of Fame resume already uh, when he came on board. And so it it was a different and much quicker process as we sort of vetted him and interviewed a couple of other candidates, but in the end knew pretty clearly he was the right guy. This time around, we cast a much wider net. We had probably 
nearly 50 names that we were looking at and kind of narrowed that pool. But the process of narrowing that pool to the, you know, handful or plus that we ended up bringing in was through a hundreds of reference calls probably that we had to make and to, to make those determinations. So yeah, it was a stressful six or eight week period here, um, but we couldn't be more happy than we are with Stephen and, and the ability to bring Stephen in here. What made him stand out so much to, to eventually get the job? Um, I think there were a few things that really stood out with him. One, he he's the ultimate teammate. I mean, we just got back from everybody that he had played with or coached with um that he is just a self absolutely selfless teammate who cares about all the people around him he's an incredible connector he brings people together builds great relationships um and he sees the game really well i mean i know he hasn't coached for very long but uh as a player he was thinking through the lens of a manager for much of his career and I know he'll rely on our veteran staff a lot to help him, but he also sees the game really well and brings some unique perspective to us um, that Chris and Matt and I feel like we really, you know, can use organizationally. So you kind of alluded to experience and, and how you may be able to overcome lack of, of managerial experience. Um, when you talk about experience for a manager, where can that come into play and how can he maybe bridge that gap a little bit? Yeah, I, the, the manager job, what you watch on TV um, that's so visible is managing the two and a half hours of the game, right? And so it feels like that's so much of what the job is. Of course, that's where the wins and losses are. So I don't want to minimize that. But m- most of the job for a manager is actually in the clubhouse beforehand or in spring training or in the calls and texts that they're having with players um, or connecting with front office or whoever it is over the course of a day in the course of a season. Um, and Steven had a lot of those experiences as a player. He was known as a real clubhouse connector and culture builder in the clubhouse. Um, in his year of coaching, he was connecting with the R&D staff in Seattle and really trying to like open up his perspective on the game. So I think Steven has a lot of the experiences that will serve him really well. He'll just have to get the reps of actually managing games under his belt. So what's next for, for the new manager and the front office now? Well, now we turn to the work of our, our ball club. Um, and, you know, we're, we obviously had a bit of a disappointing year this year, but still have a really young team. Um, and guy, a lot of guys are, are working hard this offseason um, to try to improve their game. So Stephen has started connecting with our coaching staff and with some of those players on those player plans. And then obviously we'll focus on trades and free agency and all the offseason uh, things that go on uh, around building our team. So we'll, we'll kind of shift to that once we get through the coaching staff over the next few days. Mike, thanks for the time. You're welcome, Rosie. That's Mike Chernoff and uh, his staff again. Uh, Chris Antonetti at the top of uh, the baseball operations staff is the president of baseball operations. And uh, Cherney always great with his time for us explaining the processes. And next week or the week after, we're going to try and catch up with Matt Foreman, the assistant general manager who led the process and, and maybe take a deeper dive into how they go about it and arrived at the spot of having Stephen vote as the manager for this ball club. There was a new coach announced yesterday. It's Craig Albernaz who's going to be the Major League Field Coordinator for this ball club. We'll explain what that means and his background as well as we visit with him next on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Score. Pass. Out of bounds. Those are sports words. Some people hear any sports word and they can't help but listen. Like drive. Drive is another sports word. And drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. You might say those savings are on par with the best in the league. (laughs) You see, par is also a sports word, so I know you're still listening. And that's called covering our bases. 
Okay, I'm done now. But I'm serious about drivers saving big with Progressive. Now I'm really done. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. And the Guardians have not made any official announcements on their coaching staff. We do know that third base coach Mike Sarbaugh will not return. We also know that Rigo Beltran, the bullpen coach, also will not return. And Mike Barnett, the video replay review coordinator, will not return as well. So there are three spots open on the staff if everyone else returns. And uh, they all have, uh, the remaining coaches have talked to the ball club about that, and uh, some are still in that decision process. So uh, the Guardians did not make an announcement yesterday, at least. But one of the new coaches is Craig Albernez, who's the Major League Field Coordinator. He had spent four seasons as the bullpen coach with the San Francisco Giants. He has a background as a player, a catcher in the Tampa Bay Rays system, as well as being in their player development system. So a lot going on. And also, he was one of the the, uh, people who interviewed for the managerial position. He was one of the candidates who got down to the last four or five and had some on-site interviews, and now he will be a part of Stephen Vogt's staff. They have a a long track record of uh, being teammates when they played and also uh, coaches together at certain points in time, so their paths have crossed quite a bit throughout their playing and coaching careers. We had a chance to visit with Craig Albernaz yesterday, and asked him, what in the world, what does Major League Field Coordinator mean? And he breaks it down for us. Uh, Certainly a spot that has developed for a lot of teams and now for this team here, the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, um, a few teams have this title. Um, It's just more of a holistic view of the team, helping out when I can, Um, you know, being a conduit with the front office and and the analysts, and then also helping out the other coaches, whether they they need uh, any assistance on, whether that be the, you know, game plan integration, um, in-game decisions with Vody and and Hale, or, you know, or talking through some some post AARs like reviews of, of the game and also player development as well. So it's pretty much a all-encompassing role, um, you know. But what I'm here for Steven and the organization, so whatever they need, I'm, I'm going to be there for them. And you join this organization after four years in San Francisco with the Giants. Um, on-field role, um, how did that prepare you for what you're doing now when when you were working as as a bullpen coach and also on-field coach? Yeah, I mean. Uh, just being around, you know, Gabe Kapler gave me the opportunity to be in San Francisco, and you know, he threw a lot at me, um, both in the in the bullpen as a bullpen coach, you know, and then doing the catching work as well. And you know, had the great opportunity to, to be in the dugout for the past year and a half with Cap, you know, as a quasi run prevention coordinator. So I got exposed to a, a lot of different things, whether it be you know in game decision, like I said, game planning, and and having a great viewpoint of what the organization is trying to do in their initiatives. So integrating that with how it goes on field is going to be you know one of my you know 
real responsibilities for Stephen and the organization to making sure that we're all aligned and what we're trying to do on the field and that it, that it, it reflects what the front office and, and what the product we're trying to give the fans. We don't see the Giants much being an interleague opponent. Uh, a little more now with with the yearly visit, but um, similarities in the organizations that, that you see, or, or are there real differences there? Yeah, I think the similarities is you know w- when I left the Giants, you know last year you saw to see the influx of young talent coming up, whether it be you know Patrick Bailey, Kyle Harrison, Luis Matos, Casey Smith, it goes on, and and here is very similar with the amount of young talent that's here and the exciting talent that that's here to play. Um, and then also you kind of get to look at, you know, how, you know, especially Cap and, you know, with Farhan and, you know, before, before Pete Patilio was, you know, Scott Harris as a GM and how they value the culture and the people. Um, and that's something here that they really value the culture and the people. And that's something that really, really kind of, you know, gravitated me towards this position and, and to be with Steven and Chris and Mike and the rest of the group. And, and that's something where the similarities are, are here. And, and that's something where we're going to double down on to really move the needle. And I know your, your paths crossed with Stephen Vogt early, very early in your career. Uh, can yeah, you explain that? Yeah. Uh, how far uh, back was that going? Yeah, I mean, our paths grow back to grinding in the uh, you know in the trenches in the bullpen and minor league spring training with the Rays um, back in 2008 was our first time together. Um, you know, and then we've had the opportunity to kind of kind of learn and grow together, both as you know players and then as friends. You know, we became really good friends. Um, throughout over the years and you know I lean on him a lot he leaned on me a lot it was a great conversation and so when when this transpired and um you know he got brought in to to interview and you know and, and got the job and uh, you reached out to me and the organization and it was to me it was a slam dunk and just to be with Vody and, and the person he is and what he brings to the table the passion the knowledge it's really going to uh really effect, uh, energize this you know team and also the the city as well. Craig Alberness, who's the new Major League Field Coordinator for the Guardians, joining us. All right, off the field. Yep. Um, fans may be able to notice you don't have a West Coast accent. What, is this, close, what yeah. does this mean moving here? Uh, oh, tell us about man. your background, where you're from, and, and why this is a, a nice move for you and your family. Yeah, I think the first thing I apologize to anyone that doesn't understand me. You probably need some subtitles here or a translator. Um, you know, I got that Massachusetts <laughs> accent, and it, it's real and it's thick. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, we, we live... Um, 30 minutes north of Philadelphia, so it's definitely a lot closer. You know, I believe it's just under a six-hour drive and an hour flight. So for me, it's geographically it works outstanding for us and my family in, in that dynamic. But you know, we we feel the roots and you know we understand like you know how the baseball life and you know the the city here like really gravitates towards the Guardians. And you know, me and Vody and especially Vody is uh, very anxious to kind of get this ball going and and get the excitement and and win games here because we know how special this place is and. and and will be. Craig, nice to meet you. Thanks for the time. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. And let's let's go Guardians. That's the new Major League Field Coordinator in addition to the coaching staff, Craig Albernez, uh, joining us yesterday, Friday, at uh, the press conference for new manager Stephen Vogt. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Guardians Weekly. As always, thanks so much to Brian Matze for helping to put together our show each week. We'll join you again next week. Until then, this is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly has been brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance. 